Welcome to the greatest podcast on the entire internet. The podcast that Joe Rogan says, we're not going to have a podcast today because I need to catch up on this podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and this is your host, uh, Rob. Sorry. Awesome. Hey guys, welcome back. Sorry we missed you a few weeks. It was actually fitting that you just interrupted and cut off the music there because I butchered it pretty bad. <laughs> I thought I thought you were just waiting for the drop in the music so that it would be like this dramatic <sighs> thing. But you're telling me you weren't doing that. You were just Yeah. Just, okay. That's I'm not that smart. So I got you. Well, well, this this should be an interesting podcast. And as we're going through the Bible and you're like, I'm not smart, I clearly am more, you know, sound and smart and um well, this is going to be fun, guys. This is going to be fun. So the next few episodes, we're going to answer uh, or cover, I guess not answer, but we're going to cover a few subjects that some of the patrons ask. In case you don't know, there is a patron, uh, Patreon page. Uh, so if you're interested in giving money to help me do sermon reviews, <laughs> you can. Um, so there's that. But they ask a few questions, and we're going to cover them today. And um, I think that... It's going to be interesting. What do you think, Rob? It's going, to be, it's going to be fun. I think I always forget that there's any sort of Patreon attached to your thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and so every once in a while you send, you know, me a message saying, oh, the, some people from Patreon wanted this or that or the other thing. Yeah. And it always surprises me like, oh, people know who we are a little bit. Um, yeah. And they listen to your sermons. There are there are legit people in the, the Patreon. They're like, "Hey, Rob Sermon." That's how we knew your sermon. Uh, your sermons. Your link was broke because they couldn't get your sermons. Mm. Well, um, I should study then. Oh, we more. Should, we should be prepared. <laughs> You're talking about for your sermons <laughs> or for this? <laughs> I should probably be prepared on Sunday. That sounds like a good uh. idea. <clears throat> All right. Well, today one of the, uh, the the one of the, the the patrons had asked about a verse, and uh, specifically, probably more on how it applies as we grow older. And this verse is found in a couple of places. Exodus twenty twelve is probably the one that we a lot of us know about, uh, and it says, "Honor your father and mother, so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving you." I think primarily the question that was being asked is, okay, what does what does that look like then the older you get, right? Like, is there an age where I just be like, hey, I don't have to listen to you anymore, mom? Or, <laughs> I have honored you. I'm out. I, I have I have <laughs> honored you for as long as I needeth to honoreth youeth. Um, <laughs> peace. I'm gonna go somewhere else now. Yeah. You really you really just went King James there. That was that was I, something. I, I think if I will if be King James if the rest of the podcast. If, if. Well, then I will follow along with you whithersoever thou goest. Woweth. I, I think you actually are applying it. I just sound like Mike Tyson. I don't. Like, I just got to. <laughs> I just got a lisp over here and I don't know. That's that is just like, uh, you know, like when you sin and you don't. And you only do it because you don't have in your in your consciousness that Jesus is everywhere. You know what oh, yeah. I mean? That like like God actually is seeing uh, right at the like 
Yeah. That's only something that you would have said because Mike Tyson's not in the room. That is a hundred percent true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro comes out of out of the, out into the frame. I'm gonna bite your ear off. <laughs> I, I saw I saw a clip of him. Like it was a, a short. I don't know which. Uh, every platform has yeah. their like short video thing now, um, as if we need less attention span. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, but it was Mike Tyson. Uh, slowly walking out of a door behind somebody who and who was being interviewed intentionally the whole thing is set up and the, and the guy's talking about like his uh, uh his favorite boxer or that kind of thing there was even a, a, a guy who was an amateur boxer like a long time ago in his life and he was like uh, he was asked something about uh, you know if he could have maybe stood in the ring with mike tyson or gone you know um and then Tyson was like literally standing inches away from him behind him when he said he was like, yeah, well, you know, maybe. And he, you could tell he was even joking, but then he like saw Tyson behind him and he started. Uh, it was it was really funny. Never mind. You know? Yeah. But that is exactly. Yeah, that's that's that is a good point. I think you just made a great theological point. Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't say stupid. Clearly. Stuff if you know God's like right there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't make fun of mike tyson hey to your point if joe rogan was right here be like joe i'm joking clearly your podcast has more listeners but we're like a close second so yeah yeah you're right <laughs> so what what do you think about the exodus thing then honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the lord your god is giving you so i mean the first thing to notice and and if the patreon is asking about this specific kind of idea or verse they probably already know this but the crowd who watches or listens might not know all of it so um this is this is part of the 10 commandments or the decalogue um and and really the 10 commandments is a, a huge summary essentially of god's moral law um and these so this is this is the first thing um the the 10 commandments god's moral law um in my view and i and i of course, if it's my view, I think that it's um, biblical, that the moral law is something that obviously we still abide by today. Um, it's still wrong to murder someone, right? It's still yeah. wrong to steal things. People have a right to their private things and their property. Um, it's still uh, wrong to, uh, um, you know, for God not to be the the only God. <laughs> like all of the things that that are from the Ten Commandments are still things that apply, and so that that would uh, encompass this honor your father and mother, um, and and this is uh, repeated in Deuteronomy six, <clears throat> and then there's like a, a little add on to it that Moses gives. <clears throat> he says, honor your father and mother as Yahweh your God has commanded you that your days may be prolonged and that it may go well with you on the land which Yahweh your God gives you. Um, th the one thing that happens, I think, sometimes with this command is that people um, people also go to like the Ephesians 6 uh, passages for parenting and uh, and kids. Um, and it, one of, uh, <laughs> I remember as a kid, my parents, there were, there were, uh, one verse that I memorized maybe more than all others as a child for better or worse was Ephesians six, one, uh, children obey your parents for this is right. Um, 
And so I think sometimes people, th people assume that honor because of verses like that, that honor your father and mother, um, means obey your father and mother. And yeah, to a degree, certainly that's true, right? That's how children, that's how, so, uh, my, my two sons, that's how they can honor me is, uh, by uh, their obedience and the, the word of God, um, and therefore God himself expects that of them, um, uh, obedience and submission to parental authority. Um, however, if notice that the, the texts that actually mention obey your father and mother, um, specifically Paul is addressing children there. Um, and, and you can assume from the Genesis, uh, uh, passage in the very beginning of Genesis, when God is setting up marriage in the first place, that, uh, the idea is that both, <clears throat> excuse me, both husband and wife essentially leave their father and mother and cling to one another and, and begin a new, uh, immediate family unit. Um, and have their own children who submit to them. And, and so uh, honor your father and mother doesn't necessarily mean obey your father and mother all the time uh, when you're an adult. <laughs> so um, it's expected that you become your own adult, that, that you, you become uh, grown and uh, you have your own household and, and all of that. So I think, first of all, that's something that is unclear to a lot of people, that honor encompasses obedience during, you know, a huge portion of your life in the beginning there. But but it doesn't necessarily mean obedience uh, when you're 37, you know, or, or 38 years old or something like that. Um, honor, honor is more than just obedience. Maybe we could say it that way. Um, but I don't know if that's something that you've run across, uh, Michael, but I know that that's, that's something that I've, I've heard, I've heard people, uh, worry about that. Like, what does it mean? Do, do I have to obey my mom and dad now? And then they're like, you know, 29 or something like that. And it's, you know, it can be kind yeah. of convoluted. Well, and I think that's a good call out because I mean, if you're actually looking at, and I'll just, I'll just shout this app out again. It's a very, it's a, it's a nice quick resource, but the step app on at least Apple. I don't know if it's on Android, but it, it it's an app that breaks it all down. It is ESV. So if you like ESV, you're going to like the app. If you don't like ESV, you're not going to like the app. But the point is it breaks down the words and it gives you like the root words and then the definition mm. of what, you know, the Hebrew or the Greek. And the idea here, um, and again, this is just a quick reference. I'm, I'm assuming it's correct here, but it's just this heavy weighty uh, honor that you give towards somebody. So yeah, there's, there's not a, I think that's a good call out that you make there. It's not necessarily like a, necessarily an obey, but it is an honor. And I think a, maybe a similar thing to help maybe break this down would be how you honor like an authority figure, like a, a governor or a president or something like that. It's not that you necessarily, uh, agree with everything they say. It's not that necessarily you, um, uh, do everything they necessarily say, but you do honor them because of the position they hold, right? So there is this reality that I think a lot of people are in, depending on what stage of life you're in, where they're like, I, I, I honor this person. I think especially with a parent, hopefully with a parent-child relationship, there is that love there. There is that, you know, that, that, 
that that bond there. But that's not always the case between parents and children. But I think again, that's where this honor thing comes in. That's not necessarily a term that says you know there there's a loving relationship here. It's just an honor relationship. It's a I understand that you have this position, and therefore there is a particular way I address you because of that position. And so this honor your father and mother idea is that I'm going to um, honor that position. I'm going to, there is some weight heaviness to that position. And I think especially within the Exodus passage, you kind of get this. Honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land of the Lord, uh, land in the land the Lord your God is giving you. And this idea is that there is sort of this assumption here that, the your mother and father are going to give you good advice. They're going to give you helpful things that are going to help you live long in the land that the, in the Lord is giving you. This idea that there there is this guidance there, and this honors. But I, I would agree with you on the sense that I think some people, maybe not everybody, and maybe if you grew up in church, this is a thing. I don't think this is probably a thing much for people that grew up outside of church, because um, that whole family unit idea is kind of distorted already for you if you did that. But if you grew up inside of the church, there may be this idea of like, well, where do I cut that like? Like, like you said, where do I stop obeying? Where's the line? Is it when I moved out? Is it like, because there are legit some parents. Um, I know some people probably in, um, well, probably 30s, 40s, 50s even, that especially like when their parents are getting older and they want to take care of them and they want to listen to them and they want to do that, but their parents in some regards aren't fully there. Some of them have dementia. So they have this pool. Like, what do I do? How do I honor this person that's, you know, either yelling at me or doesn't know who I am or yada, yada, yada. And I think what you said is very helpful because if you read into that obey, that makes it more difficult than what the command is actually trying to tell you to do. Mm -hmm. Um, The command is simply honor your father and mother. There is a weight and an authority that is given to a position. And that means that there, there is a, if you're going to honor them, you're not going to disrespect them, I guess is what I'm saying. And I guess the best correlation I have to help us break that down um, is that sort of authority figure over you, whether it be your boss, which you're not always going to agree with, but you honor them because of the position they have, or it's more specifically, as we see in, I think, Paul's letters where he, you know, you honor uh, the authorities that have been put in place over you because God has put them there. And that doesn't mean you said you're always going to necessarily agree with them. I mean, when Paul is writing that in Romans, like you, you have Roman authorities over them, not necessarily that are persecuting me at the moment, but are diametrically opposed to beliefs that the Christians have. But the Christians are still commanded to, you know, honor those that are over them. And so, in a kind of a, you know, maybe not an apples to oranges situation or a similar thing like that, but the idea is that look, you're not always going to agree with your parents, but they are your parents. And therefore, you honor your parents as best you can. So you you respect them, you help them when possible. Um, but the obey part, I think, is the kind of the critical thing here that we're looking at. Is if if you're 30 <laughs> or 25, or you know whatever, if your mom calls you up and like, I don't think you should have that job, honey. Well, I mean, if that job, <laughs> it thanks for the advice, mom. <laughs> but I think I'm probably gonna maybe keep the job. Um, but the idea is that you're still honoring them. You're still respecting them. You're not talking trash about them. You are helping them if you're able to do so. And I think that, that, that part there is where the cultural difference probably comes in a lot. I think depending on what culture you're in, honor is kind of baked into some cultures and not into others. Mm -hmm. So you have some cultures that, I mean, you take care of your parents. That's just expected. Like if they can't provide for themselves, they are moving in with you 
What else would you do? Of course, that's going to be what you do. And that's not necessarily a very American view of, I think, <laughs> sort of that relationship. I mean, people do that, but why do we have nursing homes? Well, because it's just easier to shove you there because I'm busy and I can't take care of you. And whereas in other cultures, that's not a thing that you would do. That actually doing that would be dishonoring your parents because you're not helping them. And so I think that we have to also have those lenses as well. So, it, you know, maybe it doesn't mean directly I obey everything they say, but it also means that if I'm able to take care of them uh, and, and, and help them out, if that is a way I can show them honor and respect, I do that. Um, and yeah. honestly, uh, I've seen that happen before, and it's a beautiful thing to see um, of somebody honoring their mother and father all the way up until the point of death. Um, and then, you know, giving just, just does that respect? Uh, and again, I think a lot of this, and I'll say it again, and I, I, you know, I'm sure somebody will disagree. It's the internet, but, uh, the, I think Christians do this really well most of the time, um, because of this commandment and this, this seriousness of saying like, I, I want to respect this person, even if I maybe don't agree with everything that they say or suggest, <clears throat> but I want to respect them. Whereas every, every situation in which I've seen like this parent child relationship, this honoring that I'm talking about has been from a Christian. They'll take their parents into their home. They'll take care of them. They'll, you know, they'll all the way up into that. They'll bury them with honor. They'll, they'll speak respectfully of them, even when they disagree with them. Um, but anyway, I, th I know it's a lot of rambling, but that's basically, I, again, I think the important thing that you said to take away is that the obey part isn't necessarily baked into honor, but I think we also have to look at um, the cultural ramifications of what honor looks like and maybe think about if the American cultural setup lines up with that so much. So my two cents. Yeah. So the, <clears throat> yeah, all that was good. Um, that uh ones that you that you see and, and and unfortunately it's something that we've seen um that's that's well maybe fortunately actually because it wasn't something that that people really thought about very much and now um it's becoming uh more uh, there's an awareness now more than there was before covid in 2020 and all that stuff um when there were a lot of uh, elderly people stuck in uh homes and had no visitors and, and no like nursing homes and things like that. Um, and had, they weren't allowed to have visitors. People weren't allowed to come in, but, but the reality for some of those folks is that that's their life anyway. Um, and, and there, there are a lot of, uh, um, kids, um, sons, daughters who, um, their parents, you know, uh, <laughs> dust to dust is part of the picture right but but it's also diapers to diapers right i mean like like there's a there's a point that's going to come in my life and in your life and in everybody listening um or watching uh, every one of us at some point is going to be uh fairly helpless um uh, i mean apart from the of course the die in a car accident kind of a thing but um but the Lord uh, sees fit and we, we grow old and, um, we're going to need help, um, in a lot of different ways. And, and I think that, um, there's a tendency in our nation for, um, uh, folks to put their parents in 
uh, a home, which in and of itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. There are, there are times, I mean, I couldn't care for a parent. I don't have the capacity or the training to care for a parent who has um, really bad dementia necessarily yeah, or that's a good point. Uh, Alzheimer's. And, and I mean, there are things, there are situations in which you just, you can't do it. Um, and yet we live in a society because of Christianity uh, and the influence over time that has these places that have trained staff and nurses and things like that, um, that, that actually shuttle parents from this appointment or to get groceries or to do this thing or that thing. Um, and, and yet that like the thing that, that I see that is, that I think is, is dishonoring is when someone puts their parent there, like they're just a pet and then forgets about them. Right. Or you might send them a card or something, or, um, I'm, I, I think that there's a, I don't think biblically there's a duty there to swap roles, um, a little bit at some level. And, and now you're the one, uh, who's young and strong and you're making a living. In fact, as you make a living, that should be something that's factored in even as, as you're attempting to do like, because it's a biblical thing. I, as you were talking earlier, I thought of two different passages, um, that I'll just look at really quickly. Uh, as examples of this being in the scriptures, this is something that's in the Bible. And this first one is in the red letters. Okay. Not that that, those are the mo most less, important right? ones, <laughs> but some people just like to hear that. Like this is from yeah. Jesus himself who says this, um, in this, uh, Matthew 15, God's commandments versus man's traditions text. Uh, he uses, uh, this as an example of how the Pharisees, how the leaders, um, in Jerusalem are not uh, following the law of God, um, but are given to the traditions of man. Uh, he says, um, well, they, they said to him in verse two, why do your, why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. <laughs> and he answered and said to them, why do you yourselves transgress the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, honor your father and mother. And he who speaks evil of father and mother is to be put to death. But you say, whoever says to his father or mother, whatever you might benefit from me is given to God. He need not honor his father. And by this, you invalidated the word of God for the sake of your tradition. So what he's saying there is that, that what's implicit in this text is that there is uh, this obligation um, for the, the person to take care of their father and mother, of the needs there as they grow older and and more and more uh they they near that moment of um their last breath and and they're going to be uh, in eternity uh it's it's our obligation to care for them and the pharisees and scribes uh because they're greedy um were uh, this is one of the many ways in which they were skirting around the law um to to kind of do what they wanted to do um and so there's an there's an implicit thing there that that even from Jesus he's saying this is something that is God's law that you should be doing. Uh, it's one of the very ten commandments. It fits right there with love God and love your neighbor, <laughs> right? Um, and then the other brief thing is when uh, Paul is uh, talking to Timothy about setting up this church and what should 
happen in Ephesus. And it's first Timothy uh, chapter five. Um, he, he says in verse eight, but if anyone does not provide for his own and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever, right? We, we hear that verse, um, fairly often. It's a, it's a, a major thing that, that we have to think about provision for God gives us muscles and, and brains to think and, and do labor and those kinds of things. He does all, all of that on purpose. We are working people work came before the fall. Um, and, uh, there's, there's this idea that we're to be providers for our household and our own. Okay. Um, and then the very next verse, remember the context doesn't change. So part of either your household or your own is this, it says in verse nine, a widow is to be put on the list. That is the list on, in the church to give and help and, and service, right? A widow is to be put on the list only if she is not less than 60 years old, having been the wife of one man, having a reputation of good works. If she has brought up children, if she has shown hospitality to strangers, if she has washed the saints feet, assisted in the affliction, she has devoted herself to every good work, but refused to put younger widows on the list when they feel sensual desires. So it goes on to this and then <clears throat> um, they're told. um Okay, uh, in verse 16, the end of that paragraph, it says, if any believing woman has uh, has widows, she must assist them and the church must not be burdened so that it may assist those who are widows indeed. Uh, there, there's this idea in, in this section that, uh, um, uh, in the widows specifically in this text, but the widow, um, if she's of a certain age where she can't provide for herself or, or you know, figure things out, um, then before she gets put on a list to be cared for by the church to be supported by the church her own right or her household those who um are you know son daughter uh who still have income who still have the, a family business or whatever um they are to be the providers for her <clears throat> so there, I, I don't think that it can be argued that there's this idea that that part of honoring your father and mother, uh, especially in the, the Matthew text that, that Jesus is saying, <clears throat> that part of honoring your father and mother is providing for them the way that they provided for you Yeah. Um, in, in the end. And and I think that that in and of itself is the, the main thrust of what it means to honor your father and mother. Um, they, they, um, deserve your honor, even those who have acted dishonorably, um, at times you as a Christian, um, who maybe even grew up with abusive parents or whatever it might be. And this is where it gets hard, right? Yeah. Um, but, but you as a Christian have an obligation not to, um, just overlook sin and all of these things, but to obey the word of God. Right. And, and that looks like no matter your relationship with your parents, they are your responsibility as best as best you're able. Now, some parents might flip you off and get in the car and go. Right. Mm -hmm. And but you're a, you're just like reconciliation with someone. Right. You you have to do your part and attempt to honor your father and mother in that way. And if if you have a father and or mother who, you know, uh, does the the cuss you out, I'm not going to that. You get out of my life kind of stuff or whatever then um, it's probably more honoring to let them go and just preach the gospel to them. <laughs> but. Yeah. 
Well, no, and I, I think those are, I mean, all good points. The idea, like, I, that, that the scriptures that you're talking about are conveying is that, again, you're doing your part of it. Like, you can't control the other person, yeah. but the idea is that you are doing what you can do to honor it. And I think the point about not having perfect parents but still doing that is really the 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 crux of the matter here nobody has a problem honoring their mom and dad when they had good mom and dad like that's not hard <laughs> like in fact yeah. that that almost falls into like of course i would do that why would i not take care of you you took care of me like it, that's not a hard thing to do i think the hard thing to do is what uh, a lot of people um run into sometimes and, and again i I'm speaking out of ignorance at this point because I have great parents. So it's not a matter of me mm-hmm. being like, well, they beat me. I mean, that's not a thing that happened. It's not hard to be like, yeah, I want to help them. I want to take care of them because they, they are great parents. They were. They've always been good parents. And so, but I know people that don't have that. I know people that like when you, when you, like when I've preached Father's Day sermons about God being a good father, um, mm-hmm. like they have a really hard time relating that because that's not something they know and so whenever you do run across this verse and you're like well yeah they're terrible people so i don't have to do that i think you're kind of your gentle nudge there of being like that doesn't really matter in the end like yeah like and i think it's great that you said you don't just overlook the sin but you still there is this commandment as a believer and i think that's where the correlation kind of that i was making earlier comes back to you may not you know, really like the people that God has put over you. But Paul's point is you don't have to like them. The point is you're supposed to honor them mm-hmm. and uh, because he's the one that put them there. And so in the same respect, these are the parents that God gave you and they may not be perfect and they may have really done some terrible things that they do need to answer for. But that doesn't change the fact that as a believer whose heart and mind has been changed, who's being sanctified to be more like Jesus, you do have a part to play in this in honoring them as best as you can, regardless of, you know, maybe even how they respond to it now. And I think that's that the point you made was good. Like if they're just like, get out of my life, maybe the best way to honor them is to just pray for them and um, to, to still, you know, to respect that. But then that, that's where it gets a whole lot harder than obey. The question goes a whole lot deeper than, well, do I obey? Cause that's easy. It's a yes or no. The honoring part mm-hmm. is a lot more difficult and a lot more layered. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, um, for sure. I think that's it's definitely summed that up, and hopefully that's answered the question. I mean, it, um, it's not like a super simple thing to do, especially with the complexities of what it means to be human and the terrible things that we can do to one another uh, and have done. <laughs> but the the idea is still being there, and that I think we see carried throughout the entire New Testament as well as the Old, and even into the early churches that um, it's not like a so what, but it's a God's got it. So that's the command. It's going to be hard to follow and you're not going to be able to do it without Jesus. So rely on him, trust on him and do honor your mother and father through uh, understanding the gospel. So, yep. That's yeah. all I got, bro. You got a way, you got anything to kind of end on that or is that good? Just a few more texts. I'm just kidding. Oh, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to say no to more Bible. So, <laughs> <laughs> you had me there. All right. Good deal. Yeah. Well, guys, all right. Well, if he has nothing to add, I got nothing to add. So hopefully, guys, that was helpful. Um, uh, and a little clarifying to you, especially, uh, um, you know, the specific person asking the question. 
And then uh, if it wasn't, or if you have comments, or if you disagree, as always, leave them in the comment section below. Uh, it's always interesting to see the feedback we get uh, from them. I don't always get to answer them, but it is interesting to see the feedback, guys. So if you appreciate it, make sure you leave a like. Make sure you leave a comment. And if you're not subscribed, you're not honoring us. So do that now. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week. Bye. Later. <laughs>